Summer is here, and we're as busy as ever at the DSR Network. Our podcast schedule has expanded to include the DSR Daily Brief, DSR Foreign Policy, DSR Politics, the DSR Spy Show, Words Matter, Foreign Office with Michael Weiss, Next in Foreign Policy, and The Secret Life of Cookies. To celebrate our expansion, we're bringing you this special offer. Through the month of June, membership is 50% off. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, bonus content across all of our podcasts, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. To take advantage of this offer, visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code DSRexpands, all one word. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code DSRexpands. Thank you for your support. It's June 29th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Russia's most senior generals have dropped out of public view following a failed mercenary mutiny aimed at toppling the top brass amid a drive by President Vladimir Putin to reassert his authority. Unconfirmed reports say at least one person has been arrested. Armed Forces Chief of Staff General Valery Gerasimov has not appeared in public or on state TV since the aborted mutiny on Saturday when mercenary leader Yevgeny Prigozhin demanded Gerasimov be handed over, nor has he been mentioned in a defense ministry press release since June 9th. Gerasimov, 67, is the commander of Russia's war in Ukraine and the holder of one of Russia's three nuclear briefcases, according to some Western military analysts. Absent from view, too, is General Sergei Serovikin, nicknamed General Armageddon by Russian press for his aggressive tactics in the Syrian conflict, who is deputy commander of the Russian forces in Ukraine. Russia's President Vladimir Putin is seeking to assert control in the country after a brief rebellion by a mercenary group led by Yevgeny Prigozhin. Prigozhin, a close ally of Putin, is known for his ties to the Wagner Group, a private military contractor that has been accused of human rights abuses in a number of countries. The rebellion was reportedly sparked by Prigozhin's dissatisfaction with the way the war in Ukraine was being handled. Putin has vowed to punish those who enabled the rebellion, but it is unclear who will be targeted and how far the crackdown will go. The rebellion has also exposed deep divisions within the Russian elite, with some members scrambling to distance themselves from Prigozhin and others rallying to Putin's side. The outcome of the rebellion is still uncertain, but it is a sign of the growing challenges facing Putin as the war in Ukraine drags on. Oleksiy Reznikov said that Ukraine has met all of the requirements for NATO membership and that it is in NATO's best interest to have Ukraine as a member. He said Ukraine is already serving as a protective shield for NATO's Eastern European members and that it is important for NATO to fortify its eastern flank in light of Russia's aggressive stance. Reznikov's call for a guarantee of NATO membership comes as the alliance is set to meet in Lithuania on July 11th. Some NATO members have expressed concerns that granting Ukraine early membership could provoke Russia, 
but Reznikov has said he believes it is in NATO's best interests to have Ukraine as a member. The Ukrainian government is also seeking security guarantees from NATO in the meantime. Zelensky said that Ukraine needs to be sure that it will be a member of NATO after the war and that he would like to see a third signal from NATO that Ukraine will get security guarantees in the meantime. He said that these guarantees could come in the form of increased military assistance or a no-fly zone over Ukraine. Elsewhere, European leaders are gathering in Brussels on Thursday to discuss how to handle the long-term rivalry with China. Some leaders, such as Germany and France, are wary of upsetting their vast business interests in China and want to keep the diplomatic peace with Beijing for now. Others, such as the United States, are pushing for a tougher stance on China, citing its economic bullying and equivocation over the Ukraine war. The latest draft of the End of Summit concluding statement is less hostile in its tone toward Beijing compared with other recent statements coming from Brussels. It calls on Beijing to press Russia to stop its war in Ukraine, but it also emphasizes the shared interest between the EU and China in pursuing constructive and stable relations. The tone of the summit conclusions reveals a split at the top levels of EU leadership between European Council President Charles Michel and the President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen. Von der Leyen has taken a tougher line on China, but Michelle has been criticized by her team for being too conciliatory. Protests erupted for a second consecutive night in France following the killing of a 17-year-old by police. French President Emmanuel Macron condemned the incident as inexcusable, but also appealed for calm as justice takes its course. The protests, which occurred in multiple towns around Paris, involved attacks on town halls, schools, and police stations, as well as the setting of fires. Approximately 2,000 riot police were deployed in the suburbs of Paris to quell the unrest. The victim, identified as Nahel M. from Nanterre, was fatally shot by a police officer during a traffic check. Initially, police claimed that the officer fired because the car was being driven at him, but video footage circulating on social media contradicts this account. The footage shows the officers standing by the stationary car, with one of them pointing a weapon at the driver. The incident has reignited debates about police tactics in France and raised concerns about the treatment of people in low-income suburbs, particularly ethnic minorities. The officer involved in the shooting has been taken into custody, and is under investigation for voluntary manslaughter. The U.S. Coast Guard has discovered presumed human remains within the wreckage of the Titan submersible, which imploded during a deep dive to the Titanic. Pieces from the sub, including its landing frame and rear cover, were brought to St. John's, Canada. The Coast Guard plans to conduct a formal analysis of the remains, and the investigation into the causes of the disaster is still in its early stages. The evidence will be transported to a U.S. port for further testing and analysis by the Coast Guard's Marine Board of Investigation. All five individuals on board the submersible lost their lives on June 18th during the dive to the famous 1912 shipwreck. In lighter news, the deputy mayor of Finland's capital is facing possible legal action 
and calls for him to pay compensation for damages and to resign after he was caught red-handed spray-painting graffiti in a railway tunnel last weekend. The Finnish Transport Infrastructure Agency said that cleaning up graffiti illegally painted by the deputy mayor, one of the four deputy mayors of Helsinki, cost the city around 3,500 euros. The deputy mayor and a friend were caught by guards in a rail tunnel in eastern Helsinki on Friday, just after they had completed graffiti, which Finnish street art experts said looked partly inspired by work seen in New York City in the 1970s. If you have a strange, heartwarming, or pick-me-up story that you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.